Our great example and instructor in prayer is the Lord Jesus Christ. In God's Word, we find everything we need to develop a life of prayer. Join Scott Pauley today as we study the Bible together. I've never been very good using a prayer list. I'll just make a confession to you. I've used many prayer lists through the years, but for me, sometimes they just become a rut. I think it was Vance Havner that once said that a rut is just a grave with both ends knocked out of it. It's death. And so I've had to learn how to change my prayer list from time to time, how to keep it fresh. Uh, many times I'll create a new prayer list just for that day so that I don't just get in the habit of just reading off of a piece of paper. But I think one of the great secrets about prayer list is not just that you have people on the list, but that you're praying for specific things and you're praying for the right things. I want to challenge you to take Jesus' prayer list that we're studying in John 17 and make it your own because it concentrates on all the truly great spiritual things. He begins by praying that the Father will be glorified. We should pray that in our own life today. Lord, be glorified in me and be glorified in those I love. He prays they'll come to know God and uh, the Lord Jesus in a personal way. He prays that they will be kept from evil kept in every way. He prays they'll be kept from division in verse 11. He prays they'll be kept from discouragement in verse 13. He prays they'll be kept from the devil in verse 15, from the evil one. And we should pray a hedge of protection around those that we love and pray that God will keep them. We left off our study talking about the fact that Jesus prayed that they would truly know His joy, that they'd have His joy fulfilled in themselves. And I love that word fulfilled, literally running over, their cup running over. Not just a little bit of it, but so much of it, they're overcome with the joy of the Lord Jesus. And I would point out to you that as you pray for others, you must remember it's not your job to make everybody happy. No, no. It's your job to pray for them and point them to the only one who can give them true joy. And so Jesus is praying that in the midst of difficulty, His disciples will come to have real joy. We pick up Jesus' prayer list now in verse number 16 of John 17. He says, They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. And then he prays this, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Did you hear that? Jesus prays that the word of God would make them clean. Uh, you know God's word is much more powerful than our word. Sometimes, especially with family members, with those we love, we think that we can lecture people into doing what they ought to do. Or we can coerce them into doing it our way. Or we can talk them into rightness. But I want you to know your word doesn't have that kind of power. Oh no, not long term, but the word of God does. It's not the word of the preacher. It is the word of God. It's not the word of the parent. It's the word of God. You see, it is the word of truth that truly changes people. Oh God, speak to me through your word today. Sanctify me through your word, through your truth. And sanctify those I love through your word. It's the only way to combat the evil of this world. It's the only way to stay clean in a filthy society. And so we need to pray that the word of God will do its powerful work in people's lives. You remember the other day, we discovered that the word of the Lord Jesus was the thing that was going to keep them happy. 
Well, now notice it's the Word of God that's going to keep them holy. You see, that's a beautiful truth, that the same truth that gives you joy keeps you right. Uh, Those two things are not mutually exclusive. Some people think if you're going to have a good time, you can't live holy. And if you're going to live holy, you have to be bored and dead and dry all the time. Oh, it's the exact opposite. If you want Christ's joy fulfilled in you, then you must stay clean and you must stay right with God. And the only thing that can do that is the Word of God. And I'm thinking now of that powerful verse in Psalm 119, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. The Apostle Paul talks about the washing of water by the word. That's what Jesus is praying for here. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. He says something interesting in verse 19. I don't want you to miss it. He's praying to his Father and he says, And for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. I love this. Jesus says to the Father, I'm praying that they will be right with you in every way. And uh, as an example of that, I am right with you. In other words, the Lord Jesus sanctified Himself, set Himself apart to the will and the work of the Father. Whatever the Father wanted, He was set apart to that. He did that as an example of exactly what He wanted the disciples to do. That's what it means to be sanctified. To be sanctified doesn't simply mean that you're different than everybody else. To be sanctified means you're set apart to God. It has less to do with your relationship to the world around you and more to do with your relationship to a holy God. See, when you're set apart to Him, you'll be set apart from the world. He's the one who changes you. Let me apply verse 19 to our lives. Don't pray for others what you're not willing to pray for yourself. I wonder today, are we praying for our children uh, to correct certain things in their life, but we're not willing to correct them in ours? Are we praying for our spouse to get something right and yet we are not totally right? Do we have some beam in our eye while we're trying to pick the speck out of someone else's eye? Lord, sanctify me through your word and Lord, sanctify those I love through your word. And then, let me show you one more thing on Jesus' prayer list today. He prayed that these disciples would not only be right themselves, but that they would be used to minister to many others, to bring many others to God. Verse 18, he says, As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. In verse 20, Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also it shall believe on me through their word, that they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one, I in them, and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me, and hast loved them, as thou hast loved me. You see, Jesus is about to leave them, but he's about to leave them in the world so that they can make him known. And one of his great prayers here is that they would be mightily used of God. You remember in another place, Jesus actually said to his disciples, greater works than these shall you do. In other words, I'm going to leave. I have a short earthly ministry here, but I'm going to give you the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit and leave you here for a long period of time so you can make a difference in this world. I think one of the great things we should begin to pray for our families is that God will use our families to make a difference in this world. I'm thinking about Psalm 127 verse 5 now where the Bible talks about our children speaking with the enemies in the gate. Sometimes we we try so hard to keep our children away from the enemy 
And yet God wants us to get them ready to speak to the enemy and give the enemy the truth. To go out into a wicked world and tell them about the Lord Jesus Christ. I wonder, are we praying for that? I remember many years ago Dr. Frank Sells asking in my presence in a, a class setting, have you ever prayed that God would make your family a worldwide blessing? Well, I think that's what Jesus was praying in John 17, and we should pray it today. Let's not just pray we'll be kept from the evil. Let's pray we'll penetrate the evil with the goodness of God. Penetrate the darkness with the light of the gospel. Let's make Jesus' prayer list our prayer list today. Thank you for joining us for today's study. We deeply appreciate your prayers for this work and hope that you'll visit our website, scottpauley.org, where you'll have an opportunity to invest in the gospel. Would you consider giving a gift to help us extend God's word to others? You'll also find many other encouraging resources. Our prayer for you is that with Christ, you will enjoy the journey.